I saw I saw AOC wore a dress that said "Tax the Rich" to go to a party that cost a hundred thousand dollars. I saw that. But... Remember around uh, I think it was before the election, wasn't she selling sweatshirts for like ridiculous amount of money? It was like fifty fucking dollars and shit. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, they were like sixty bucks. Oh, man, she's the biggest show. Yeah. What a world. Yeah, I just think that, that she her district is like uh, thirty minutes away from me. Wow. Oh, wow. Dude, yeah. She is like a huge, or it's like bots. I can never tell, dude, but she is such a large, like I've read the comments on that post to see what people would say and like so many people defending her and, you know, like just making excuse, like everyone does for all, but it's just, uh, dude, she's just so like, you can just tell so fake or maybe at one point she wasn't, maybe she started out with honest intentions, but dude. I, I think she's uh I don't know if she was born uh, a little out there, but I think she is now for a fact, for sure. There's yeah, just something, yeah. something in those eyes look right on that. <laughs> and she just seems so like evil when she talks, when she's mad. I think she's a creative person. Well, oh, she could be I really think, good at playing, like, playing yeah. a role. You're right. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder she's just a good actor. Yeah. She like, apparently like the bar she supposedly worked at wasn't open when she said she worked there and, like there's some sketchy shit about her past, so she could be, she could be completely fabricated. I think people like her, Mark Zuckerberg, you know, uh, fucking possibly yeah, even Julian Assange, people like that. They're all they're all created yeah. one way or another, either 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 MK Ultra or just you know shills. Yeah, man, did you see it or Odd Man? Did you, either one of you see his speech last week? Oh, yeah. Well, I saw some clips of it where he was saying, basically, he's getting tired. We're getting fed up or something like that. And basically telling everybody to oh, yeah. get vaccinated or else, I guess. Long story short. Is that about right? Oh, yeah. And then, Patience okay, is wearing yeah. thin. And he says that 25% is like that. a uh, <laughs> it's pretty much a threat to the rest of the country. That's what I thought was the serious thing. I was like, yo, that yeah. guy's like saying some Hitler shit now. Yeah. he's. Uh, you talk about creating... Yeah a dangerous world for people who are vaccine hesitant, you know, it's, and he said, there's, then they say like 80,000 or is it more than that? Who are hesitant? Um, oh, I forgot. I think he said, yeah, I forgot what it was. Maybe 80 million. It may be. Could be. I right. think he's, yeah. Yeah. I think he said that. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, exactly? then he mentioned a threat, something well, yeah. about the school district, or the schools or something. If any governors that are giving problems like that, he'll take care of them. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. It was like some pretty serious shit I thought he was saying. I mean, I understand some of it was uh, definitely fear porn, but I think that that stuff there, when you say that stuff, you're planting a seed, I think, in other people's heads to start thinking the same way. And that's scary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or to like just scare everybody. I don't like I don't know. I think that they realize if they force something too hard, like right, they have to do it slow, you know, so I think that's like a like an empty threat maybe to like, you know, private companies will listen, but to a certain degree, I think a lot of it's like to intimidate anyone maybe that's like on the fence and get those. And, you know, well, I think it was the, I just saw like a meme, but that the ash experiment, I think that's what it was called. It's the ash conformity experiments. And it's this psychological test. Like people will do, even ridiculous things as long as they think to be in the group to not be the one that's not in the group. So, you know, it's like, and that's just what they, they want to make everyone just like with bots and all that to make you feel like that you, you know, you're going to just do, so you're not the, the outcast. 
Only no, like, a lot of yeah. social justice warriors are like that just to fit in. Right. It's a six, 63% of the participants were per, knowingly choosing the wrong answer just to remain um, in the group. Wow. So, so the public, 63% of the public will, you know, uh, according to that, you know, but the, will choose the wrong answer just so they're not outside of the whatever the paradigm or, you know, well, you've seen those group, those group uh, compliance studies done, you know, and there's there's the analogy that like a lady walks into a waiting room and the bell goes off and everybody stands up and she leans <laughs> over and is like, why is everybody standing up? And the guy next to her is like, oh, I don't go. know, we're just standing up. And and so one by one, they all get called. But every time the bell rings, everybody stands up and it comes down to where everybody has gotten their turn, except for that one girl. And she's in there and the bell goes off. She's by herself mm. and she stands up. And then another person walks in new, sits down next to her. The bell goes off and she stands up and they go, why are we standing up? And she goes, I don't know. <laughs> but that's a great example. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm sure I've done that in other situations, you know, right. Move yeah. the same way other people did because that's what else was going around me i'm sure i've done that uh, everybody has i mean it's kind of human nature it's it's instinct it's like a school of fish you know that moves from a predator will move in unison you know there's a reason that we have that instinct but it's also right. incredibly dangerous. yeah i think and that's it like it's just to people that don't maybe don't really care or don't they're they're so easily manipulated that and they don't even under, they probably don't think that they are, but you know, people just were so like broken down and tired. They just want to get along dude and watch that NFL game or, or whatever it is that they get some enjoyment from. Yeah. So it's like prisoners getting their time in the yard, man. Like it's, it's, it's gotten, we can't like, when are yeah. we going to say no? I mean, yeah. Are they just going to keep making our cage comfortable, but smaller and smaller? Like, when do we say no? Like I, I was at the dentist, um, yesterday, yesterday, um, and I walk in and I sit down and there's two old people in the, the waiting room and they don't have their masks on. And I come in and I talk to the guy at the counter and he's like, all right, go sit down. They'll come get you in a sec. And I go to sit down and they both put their masks on. And I said, oh, you don't have to put those on for me. And they're like, what do you mean? And I said, you don't have to wear those for me. You wear masks right. for other people, right? And they said, yeah. And I said, well, I'm telling you that you don't need to wear it for me. And they, the, the lady said, uh, well, have you had your vaccine? And I said, well, that's a really inappropriate <laughs> question, don't you think? And she said, yeah, you're probably you're right. Like, you got and syphilis? Said, <laughs> you don't have to wear the mask for me. I said, especially when it's only for a virus that has a, a death rate of 0.03%. And she goes, is that it? And I said, yes, ma'am. That's it. That's yeah, pitiful, true. man. The people know... No. Like these people don't know no, shit. They don't. they don't know anything. Like, how have you not looked into it at this point? Oh, you know, you know, you know it's so funny. Just thinking about like the stupidity of this shit um, and, and COVID. Uh, I don't know if I told Jack. I think I sent it to you guys, you two, Odd Man and, and Bob. I don't know if I told Jack. I, and I thought it was just blows me away with this whole being scared shit. I uh, received an email. Um, somebody had sent me from, a, the, you know, one of the lodges, the lodge that I used to go to. Somebody sent me an email from it, forwarded it to me. And I was like, yo, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I think I showed it to you too. It was about the whole thing with uh, the COVID vaccination and if they're comfortable enough. Mm -hmm. 
And I was like, yeah. yo, first off, the, the funny thing is, is that they, they said that and uh, they wanted to do, I guess they must have sent out a questionnaire to people. Uh, obviously, I didn't get one. I'm not a member anymore. So I didn't get to see what this thing was. I wish I could have seen that. Um, but they sent out a questionnaire for people to answer, I guess, about how comfortable they were coming back under what circumstances. And, you know, I found that even the whole percentage very questionable. It was 93 percent. Now, I mean, you know, Thelema, the numerical value is 93. So uh, when my friend sent this to me. I said, did they even really do this or did they just throw 93 in there just so people be like, oh, God, that's so cool. I must take it for real. We're like, uh, oh, look, it's 93. Yeah. You know, and I. <laughs> And I was like, yo, 93% of the people there voted supposedly that they are not safe unless everybody's vaxxed there. Oh, wait. So it was 93 against or whatever. Not They didn't feel safe. Yeah, 93% did not feel safe unless everybody wow, was vaxxed. Wow, dude. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, that doesn't even make I told sense. My friend, I said, yo, if those people are that scared, you need to realize they will never know what real magic is anyway. They're so fucking scared of life. They won't know anything. I said, why do you still go? Those numbers right there, if they're true, are telling you that it's a waste of time for you to go, dude. Yeah, because it's like one of my friends that was like still stuck going because it's like a badge on his chest. Yeah. And he just doesn't get it. He didn't even reply to all that shit I said. But I was like, that should tell you right there, dude. This shit's a joke. It's just pushing a liberal mind. Yeah. It may not even have been really could have been 50-50. And they probably, who knows? They could have made that up. What's the odds of it really being 93%? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, I think in the public, I don't know. I guess so it's based on, but like that would be crazy if you pulled the public in that. So I'm sure that number, if it was an actual poll, which no poll I think is like probably ever, I, I guess that it's relatively low. Wouldn't you guys think? I think that like it's just greater. Well, you have, for it to be 93%, you have a one in 100 chance, right? Because it's between 1% or 0% and 100%. So you have a 1 in 100 chance for it to be 93%. Yeah. And that's fuck out. That's too much. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned polls. Have you ever actually seen any of these polls that ever get questioned? One time I got a phone call. You see all these things on fucking TV. I'm like, I've never been asked. Yeah. These I, polls. Who makes these things up? I got a phone call one time from like a politician whole thing and i like did the, it was like five minutes long but i don't know you know i don't know where they were from maybe they're just collecting data on me and uh but that was like to before the election but yeah, yeah. i, I there, there's very few people yeah i'm just like uh, you know when they have like uh you know, when you're watching the news and they'll be like oh polls are saying i'm like i mean did you really even ask anybody you know all these polls that have been done in new york i've never right. been fucking asked once <laughs> But they're they're usually really small polls, so make it seem like it's significant, but it's like a hundred people in a certain neighborhood at a certain yeah. time of the day, and it's like it's like come on, is that realistic? And data? they can look like, and see, you know, who how many voted one way or the other in the last election, and see where the areas are condensed for more Republican or Democrats, and they could just like decide to just call that area basically what you just said, but you know, so easy to skew those polls. Yep. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, the past couple elections have proved mm -hmm. the polls are bullshit. Like, I mean, polls, you can make them say whatever you want them to say. You know, right now there's a growing number of people removing their kids from school. There's a growing number of people moving out into land 
outside of cities. There's a growing amount of people providing for themselves. But you'll never hear that statistic on the news. You'll never hear them say, hey, there's this really growing movement of, you know, like homesteading and homeschooling. You'll never hear mainstream talk about that shit. I do know a a decent amount of people that are doing that, pulling their kids out and homeschooling them. And I've heard that from actually people I know. it's, It's getting to be almost... It's almost like forty percent of parents have pulled their yeah. kids out of school. Like it's a lot. Nobody, nobody in lot. New York because you can't I mean, afford I'm that. I'm dealing but... with my. Yeah. I'm dealing with my son's. My son's school is like I'm going through a custody battle right now, and the state has removed my rights to choose Damn. anything that happens with my son, and so I still have to pick him up from this bullshit school that's making him wear a mask, and I just don't follow their fucking rules, man. And they're they're threatening to to ban me from the campus and I'm not doing anything crazy, man. Like I'm just going to pick up my son, but I'm just not, you know, like instead of waiting in line to get my son, since he's got a mask on, I walk out of line and just as soon as he comes out, I go up and grab him and take his mask off. And they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm getting my son. And today they tried to say something. And I said, look, y'all need to realize he's my property, (laughs) not yours. He's my son. Damn, he does not dude. belong to you, and you will not talk to me Damn. like he's your property, dude. Like I'm, I'm so done with this shit, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> like, like I, I have a hard time being nice to these people anymore, man. Like if you're still stupid right now, like you're a threat to my safety, my my children's safety. You are. There's a, a lot of stupid people out there too, man. A lot, you know. I mean, we're really in a minority. Yep. You know, it's like everywhere. The people we talk to, you know, think more along the lines of like us or they're out of the box. But I just have to think, man, that the vast majority are still just falling for this whole thing. Or if they're not falling hook, line and sinker, then they're, you know, kind of diet woke, you know, still hoping that you know, maybe Trump or somebody will yeah. save them. And they're not really thinking about what they need to do for themselves. I'd like to think that some people that that our movement is growing. Um, I've got a customer that was a super right wing, super Trump supporter, and uh, I've been slowly <laughs> red pilling her with a bunch of shit and getting her lean toward anarchy. She just moved out of Austin. She's rich, so she she took her kids out of school and she rolled out into the country. Um, and I just sent her something that it blew her mind. And like, I, cause I've been trying to convince her that Trump is not on our side. And I just listened to a podcast the other day that was a brilliant, um, I think it was the black pill podcast and it was called, uh, Trump oh, is not awesome. here to save you. Um, and it's, uh, with this lady, uh, oh, Amy okay. says, what the fuck? and she, she, dude, she goes off about all the connections of Trump to the mafia and, and all of these, like the Gambino, oh, Gotti's, and all of this shit, man. And it's insane. She just drops bombs, and it's just like, yeah, this should crush any idea that he's on our side. Like, this dude is not good. This is all theater. And she listened to it and messaged me back, and she was like, wow, that's that's crazy. <laughs> like, okay, I get it now. And so I slowly get there i mean you gotta you gotta talk to the people i'm starting to choose my battles very very particularly on who i waste my time Mm. even talking to like if i don't think you're gonna wake up to shit 
I'm not. I'm not wasting. I think my me time, and Ahmed mentioned you know. today when we were recording because uh, we were talking about a Jesuit school that was in Boys Town. I was like, you know, like Trump and like half his kids went to Jesuit schools. You can look it up, and it will just straight up tell you. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, I, I I just say like as a cop, like that's the one thing I get when people in this they like make these broad connections. Like, there's tons of just like there's tons of Jesuit schools. There's tons of you know, not that that alone means anything nefarious took place but it's a good like one clue but i yeah. just say is like they're that like people like uh bishop larry gators have you guys ever listened to him do you know who that is he, well he like I, did I this, like the, the circuit a while ago and he's like a total like he says these claims about like kobe and him being like with them and novartis that's a which is a huge pharmaceutical company and they killed him and he just makes these claims that like don't exist or hold up and like there's nowhere that this is true and so many people loved all the stuff he said because it was interesting it was a great story he's a great orator but none of the stuff he said ever made any sense like he's all this stuff he said the boule like acted as guardians for the 13 families but all this stuff i say that just as like a that's like another issue in this, like everyone wants to be the craziest info, the newest info. And, you know, you get that issue where like sometimes people say things just to be, and I'm not saying like anything would to disagree. I'm just saying that's like, I worry about that in this community. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there was shows yeah. when I was younger that I would actually specifically listen to that I knew was like that just for his entertainment. Right, but like, but a lot of other people would take them as dead fucking truth. Yeah, even like I was like, yeah, really, yeah. Like, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Project Camelot. That's fucking old. That's that's old. That's back in the day, dude. Dude, yeah, I was listening. That shows you. I was listening to them like back in 2010. That shows you, like, you know, I was actually into the stuff back then, and uh, a lot of her stuff now is so fucking out there. But like, I'll be like, you know, let me put it on. I'm going to smoke and uh, I'll find it might be fucking entertaining. Yeah, right. But I can never take it as truth. <laughs> but that's, yeah. There's very it's little I take as truth yeah. anymore. Right. I can't exactly. verify it. You know what's funny? You know what made me actually uh, question QAnon? One of the first things was that she was pushing it. Interesting. That was Cassidy. She started pushing it when it was coming back, when it started coming around. And I've never seen her ever really pick a side. And I was like, why is she doing that? And, you know, through her, all her wokeness and all these interviews you've done, you should be able to like, kind of uh, not pick a side really. She was never really about that. And like now all of a sudden she is. And I was just like, something's wrong here. And I don't trust this. That's interesting, dude. That QAnon stuff, man. The shit was so silly. I didn't trust it in the beginning. As soon as it was like, don't do anything. Wait. Just trust the plan. Wait, don't do anything. I don't think just it's like, like, uh, prevalent. This is just this is just castrating the right. That's all this is doing. Just making it to where they are weak. And Odd Man was the one that up. broke it for me. And it it worked brilliantly. Was it really? Yeah. Well, I was like, I relative. I was just starting reading, but I I had Odd Man on the show. That's how we met. And he was because I still was like Trump, and I wasn't like full uh, queuing up, but you know I was hoping right but i mean uh, oh, yeah. well, i mean down. i hoped too i mean of course uh, wow i didn't know that 
That's I'm fun. honored, man. I'm honored. At least I've done one good thing in my life. Oh, you've done man, how'd you pull that off? I want to hear this story. <laughs> Was it just um, like, I don't know, man. A lot of people didn't kind of put two, two or two together as far as like his ties to like Soros, taking that huge loan from Soros and stuff like that. But I remember, Jack, you telling me in that conversation, and I'd felt this way but too, but I never really said it out loud. But like I stayed so close to being like conservative for so long that when people would say something bad about a conservative, you know, it hurt me. And I know you were saying kind of like that's the way you felt at that time. And when I was finally able to kind of like come out and, and be like, OK, I'm, I'm kind of away from the parties now and I'm starting to see through some of this stuff. You know, it, it allowed me to kind of, you know, look at stuff in a more unbiased way. And it's like I could start seeing, OK, there's corruption over here on on this side that I've been identifying with, too. And, you know, it's just like always follow the money is, what, you know, of course, you guys know that. And I'm not telling you guys anything you don't know, but. I was just look, looked at his ties to Soros, and then um, he he appointed that Rothschilds guy um, Wilbur Ross to his you know his uh, cabinet, and at least half a dozen CFR members, and like he had, um, I think it was H.R. McMaster as his secretary, or is it like a defense secretary <laughs> yeah. CFR guy replaces him with even worse uh, John Bolton, who is like the some say the mastermind behind 9-11, but definitely some guy who promoted 9-11 and everything we did afterwards anyway. And uh, it was just stuff like that, man. Yeah, Pompeo, yeah. Haspel. I mean, like he's some yeah. sessions at bar. I mean, he just surrounded himself with corrupt pieces of shit. And that's when I was like, oh, well, this is going to go exactly you know, how you know I thought funny? it was going to uh, We actually... Um, on the Franklin cover-up, eventually when we record, when we record, I think part three, we are going to mention Barr actually for a minute or two. Oh, cool. him, him, him and Mueller Dude, were Barr both is... uh, around at yep. that time in a position where they probably could have done something and still chose uh, not to. Still chose not to. So it was like, oh, did Trump put him it's... there? So he didn't do anything. <laughs> it's just all so obviously theater. At this point, like, it's just so obvious. Like, you don't even have to look that deep to see that it's all bullshit, which is what makes it even more frustrating that everybody's yeah, falling yeah. for it. I think, and then I get aggravated because, like, fuck, I, like, I fall for this dumb shit. Well, dude, I think, I think they're so convincing because, like, I'm sure I definitely agree a lot of it's, like, theater. But then I also think, like, these people, like, they're so weak individuals. They get all this power. They're, you know, anybody that goes to a position of power usually doesn't deserve the position of power. So they will do whatever is required to stay in power. If that means lying, if that means just doing what is needed, they will do it, you know, because they're just so weak. Like there's just such scumbag people that they, they thrive on. They have no identity and no confidence in their own life. So finally they have people that listen to them, just like kind of like the shitty police officers that you meet in the world. It's like the same type of person. Yeah. Right. It's it's the asshole manager right. at the corner store or whatever. Like it's it's that person but just right. with exponentially right. more power. Like just an insane amount of power. It's still <laughs> fucking dickhead though. Like, it is. Hey Jack, did you see um I just watched a few minutes of it, but uh, John Brisson, I guess it's his latest thing. He's got um he, he was going over 
Trump, like there's this whole thing, uh, something peace conference. I can't remember the first part of it, but it's like uh, all about North Korea and South Korea, I guess. And um, so it's basically like the uh, the Moonies from, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the was it the uh, Unification Church? Right. And so I they had this huge conference with the U.N. and a bunch of hardcore lefties, but also a bunch of hardcore righties like Pompeo and Pence and Trump. They all spoke there and, and the Moonies are like, they're a cult. I mean, Rev, <laughs> Reverend is dead now, but they're carrying on his tradition and they even talk about one world in there and all this like globalist kind of stuff. And they had the, uh, I think the chick that created the AstraZeneca um, jab, <laughs> I think all it was right. her. She's there. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. I'm like, why would these supposedly right wing conservative guys do this globalist thing? You know? Yeah. Dude, I didn't know this about the Moonies. My, my fiance is South Korean, so I told her about the Moonies. But they um, worth I check their net worth is around nine hundred million to a billion dollars. They own the Washington Examiner. I don't know if you guys do. You guys know the Washington Examiner? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, really. And, you know, staunch conservative. But I thought, wow, dude, like these people have. I mean, he's dead, but the one kid has a church out in like Bumble Bumblefuck, Pennsylvania. And there's like some line in the Bible, the rod of God and their rod of God is the AR-15. So they come to church with their AR-15s. Vice, of course, like did a <laughs> shitty documentary on him. But I mean, obviously he's a nut job, but, but still like, I mean, dude, these guys are, that guy, I mean, was so pat 900 million, dude. And I'm, that's only what, you know, is documented. God knows how much money they have, but to right. own that paper oh. that, you know, is like, Pretty, pretty prominent, very powerful family. He, uh, at one time, I don't know if the family still yeah. owns it, but they made uh, guns. They had their own uh, no way. Know, company that made guns. Yeah. I mean, he was into all kinds of stuff. I, one of these days I'm going to do a show on it, but, uh, you know, he would, he's famous for doing mass marriages. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I never even heard of the guy. And yeah, in Yankee marriages. Stadium. He would do they What's would, his name again? Uh, Reverend Mooney, M O O N. IE or is it Y? Uh, I think man. it's IE. Yeah. But dude, they would do mass marriages in Yankee Stadium. And I think he'd marry off Korean girls to usually white American, right? I, and the more you paid, the better like looking I think you got as a wife, I'm pretty sure. So like if you spent, you know, whatever the figures were, right. That's, and he would, uh, but oh, yeah. It was huge. I mean, was it only in Korea, odd man, or did it, it can't? I obviously had to come to America too. You know, he was doing it here, man. He, um, he, um, like, and he, he would once you joined the church, it was like they had it all planned out to like uh, slowly wean you off of being with your family or the people you love, turning you, you against them, like typical kind of cult stuff. Oh, and, and like once you joined, they basically kind of sort of chose a mate for you, and like they were really strict about who you could be with and all this stuff. It's crazy, dude. And I, I only started reading about it maybe three or four months ago. And I was like, man, I don't even remember hearing about this. Guy. <laughs> yeah. <dude. laughs> and it, it kind of leads crazy. into the uh, Franklin cover up. Cause like the, I think the dude that broke the story was Washington examiner. Yeah. That's uh, what I was thinking. Right. Was yeah, that Peter yeah. Detroit? No. Uh, Fuck, I forgot his name. Who was it? Was oh, it really? Him? The Washington Examiner broke that story? I think oh, so. It's um, 
pretty sure. Is it is it the is it the Times or the Examiner he owns? I get always get those two mixed up. Anyway, the the guy who uh, yeah the the journalist was like I think his last name was like sounded like Spanish maybe Gonzalez or something, but uh, yeah I think he was the one that had that famous headline about the uh, sneaking the male prostitutes in the White House. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and but it's funny though, like that's it's just such a, like you said, Bob, like the, like they're ant- staunch anti-communists. But it's all the same goal. It's all that one world. They just lie about the step or choose different steps how they're going to get there. You know, it's what a fucking weird world, man. You know, like Audrey was saying before, I think once uh, someone had pointed out to me about about the stuff with Soros, with Trump. And uh, when I saw that and uh, he does, in my opinion, have some occult stuff I think he's done purposely. Uh, you know, I'll be totally honest. And that was one of the reasons why I actually bought into Q is because when I had started noticing Donald Trump kind of like, in my opinion, like doing occult things or in some ways trying to express certain stuff, I was like, oh, well, I guess maybe he is the good one behind it. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I got caught up into that. But then when I started noticing shit with like him even like praying against that wall, I forgot that place, like he was in the zone, man. Like you could tell he was somewhere. He was doing something. And, you know, the, the money with Soros. And I was like, this really isn't adding up anymore. <laughs> so did you it's kind of like, oh, go ahead, on, man. No, you ahead, man. No, I, I was going to change the topic. So go for it, dude. I was just going to say, it's like, you know, we're only given those two choices. And it's it's like, if you, you guys know how it is, it's like, if you say something about, if you're around a bunch of conservatives and you say something about a conservative, then they automatically call you a libtard. And it's the same, you know, it's the same thing if you're in liberal crowds. And it's like, people can't just say, hey, this guy is doing this bad thing that you should not like because you claim to stand against this bad thing, but you're ignoring it because you're like, you're, you're afraid that the other side will look good for a few minutes or something. It's like, That's so true. So crazy, man. It's my problem with all ideologies is that they're not consistent. I don't care what you believe. Just be fucking consistent. <laughs> oh, real quick. Odd man. Odd man. There, there was the Washington Times, uh, June 29th, 1989. Was that? Was that? Uh, okay. you're so, no, that's not the examiner. But regardless, still. Uh-huh. A, yeah. But you're, Let's Bob, get those two mixed up. You're definitely. Dude, it's like. And any. It's just so amazing to watch now because now I just almost so like. It's so beyond screwed up. But like any, th- any event that happens that you get it's like automatically decided like you guys, you guys are going to root this way and you guys, you're going to root this way. And then they just hash it out or not hash it out, but they just bombard with like both of these viewpoints. It's just create, there is no gray area. There's no, like if police, you know, it's, or then they flip, like they cheer the Capitol police officers, but you know, six months ago, the left was, it's just crazy, dude. It's oh, that's right. They had AOC getting people upset about the offices there. Dude, it's could you imagine if all of them were consistent in their ideology? If the people that were like, "Hey, we want to have abortions because right. I own my body," just applied that across the they, fucking I, board, yeah. you know? And then like the the right wingers that are like, "I have the right to fucking have sixty thousand guns in a fucking tank." And they don't want gay people to get married. And it's just like, how about, like, why can't you just have your fucking tank? Oh, right? You give me a tank. I don't give a fuck. Like, 
Like, who fucking cares? Like, like, just be consistent in what you fucking think. And and all, if if either side, left, right, libertarians, if they all just applied their shit consistently, they all end up at anarchy. And that's the problem is they keep they they have to change. They've been so indoctrinated and so brainwashed into this system that they have to do all these mental gymnastics to justify their shit, you know, to justify their way of control because they just they're they're in that cognitive dissonance and they just can't let go of it. I, I think it's pride really that keeps people in that's this definitely paradigm. One thing. Ego of yeah. people they won't, you know, people yeah. will not even admit years down the line that maybe the politician they supported did something bad. You know, one little thing. The people, sports you know, thing that Bob talks about, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was actually yeah. like. Uh, yeah, it's like, like the Cowboys Cowboys sucked last season. It was like, yeah, well, you know. My it, team, though. The my team. I'm sticking and, with them. You know, like, it's my team. Yeah. You just explain it you know, away. Lux had a good uh, point to. Uh, Patriot, when he was saying that, you know, all these kind of global powers and in, in occult powers like secret societies and stuff like that, pushing for kind of the same thing. He was saying, like, you know, we have the NFL, but it's different teams, but they all want to win and they're all part of the NFL. And so it kind of makes sense, man. That Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when he said that, I, I was, yeah, was a good well, point. Then, then, then you have different ones. You have like the American mm-hmm. League and the National League. There you go, dude. Like, uh, I mean, you can you, you even look at it, it as like, yeah. uh, with, you know, wrestling when there was the WWF and the WCW. I mean, even some of the players switched back and forth. They're two separate things, but they're all still yeah. playing the same sport. It's <laughs> just a, it's that, it's that team mentality, identity politics. This is the group you belong to. Stick to this. Just see. And, and so I have this theory that they kept doing that and doing that and dividing us into further and further just to break us all apart and then eventually end up where we are now where it's mm. just two boxes and it's just the vaccinated and the yeah, unvaccinated and that's what's going to set everything off because that is the only way they could pit two factions against each other at, at, because they see the other ones as a threat yeah you notice you, you haven't know, heard shit gay, about racism anymore you know like like that shit's not a real threat but now it is. No, 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 no. no racism is normal. With it's gone. Racism. It's the vaccination. Then, now that's it. They, they've moved on. <laughs> there was a, there's a guy that I was listening to. He said, "Pay attention for this term, under vaccinated, because it'll be people that haven't gotten their sixteenth booster shot. You know, they're under vaccinated." Wow. And I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, that is that's good. That is good wow. for sure." If they start for bitching sure. about the under, oh man, I'm fucked. <laughs> It's gonna come. You didn't get your lambda 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 variant freaking injection, you know. (laughs) It's I I just like where where do we draw the line? Like like how how insane does it have to get before people start going, wait a minute? I mean, look, we got the delta variant. Delta is a brain wave and it's a low frequency brain wave. It's basically calling people stupid. And then you have the MU variant. Not only is that moo the sound a cow makes, but it's also translated to nothing, non-existent, and nonsense in different languages. Like, 
they are mocking the people that are going along with this shit. They're mocking you. And it's right in your face. The movie. Very short. How more obvious does this have to be? Thing the Delta, I, was, I thought that was. I thought that was pretty interesting. The whole like I just read uh, Rockefeller's Medicine Man book. I don't know if any one of you guys have read it, but it, it was so awesome book. But like it, it talked about how like we spend these billions of dollars in like all these previous things, like the smallpox and all the cholera. It all stemmed not it stemmed from nutrition, clean, dirty water, living in filth. And even in every one of these like medicine, like has, you know, we've had some huge things like antibiotics, um, like sterilizing equipment. But beyond that, like there has been no advances in medicine, like the, the like in cancer in the 20s, uh, three out of every five would die within five years. Now it's one out of every five will die within five years. Like the advances we've made, they make it seem like, and they've done this to slowly, like just, you know, science is the religion. Listen to these experts because the improvements, it sounds like we're doing amazing. We got, you got like 20 new drugs to market every year, but they don't do anything. That's like the, the, they just market them to do stuff. And we've are, if anyone saw sorry about my, yeah. Well, it's, it's supposedly to treat symptoms, right? But then mm. it gives you other symptoms. Like we live in this toxic culture that is just making everything sick and they're making money off everybody being sick. Like the food, the entertainment, every, everything we consume is making us sick. Whether it's, you know, the you know garbage that's in your freaking food with all the preservatives or stuff or vaccines or whatever this is all meant to make you sick so then they can make money off you further through the western medicine scam of you know just treating symptoms they don't ever they don't ever talk about right. causes that of things anymore it's just like oh this hurts here take this pill oh you're depressed take this pill you know it's not like well let's look at the rest of your life and see what's going on and see what adjustments you can make naturally to better your life oh you you have chest pain well how much fried chicken are you eating like none this isn't a conversation it's just take this pill that was the whole so that like rockefeller carnegie's foundations it was less because there was a lot of doctors in the beginning in this transitionary period where you had doctors that like bacteria was acknowledged, but they said, well, I think it's that because this bacteria exists in healthy people and doesn't hurt them. So I don't think it's this, this is exactly what's hurting you. It's, it's gotta be like, you know, social factors, poverty, the same nutrition and these foundations realized, Oh no, it's because they own the corporations. It's going to be much cheaper if we say, no, no, no. It's this germ that got in you than to say, well, because we're paying you shit and you can't afford to buy good food. You're at, you're tired. You're unhappy. You see no sunlight. That's way too expensive to fix. It's much cheaper for us to give you health insurance so you won't overthrow our company and strike and cause chaos. And this way it'll trick you into thinking like, oh, my boss, thank God my boss gives me health insurance. And really, you understand what I'm, and that's why we're in the situation we're in. Well, it's all a trap. It's all to trap us into this stuff, into this this debt enslavement. You know, we have to work these jobs and then you don't want to lose your job because then you have all these bills that you have to pay in a house and a family. And so we we get reliant on the system. And then 
you know, if the system starts to fuck you over, there's there's nothing you can do. You know, we've become very incapable of adjustment to um, adversity in our lives. If something chaotic happens in your life, very few people are ready to to combat that. I mean, I think the statistic is less than 15% of people in America have $1,000 in the bank in case of an emergency. That's a scary statistic. Yeah, it actually is. Because, like, holy shit. Like, so 85% of people aren't, I mean, even less, you know, because that's just $1,000. 15% of people don't have $1,000. So how much? how many people actually have enough money in or, or resources or whatever that if something catastrophic happened, like let's say the government shuts the grid down, no power, no nothing. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? I've thought about Nobody's that. Nobody's ready for that. And so you become, we've all become reliant on this machine to just keep working. So everybody's too scared to rock the boat, you know, because they don't want to be the, you know, the catalyst to this falling apart. And then, and then what chaos and mayhem, you know, like, so everybody's just scared into just keep going. I guess we just keep going and we're just, we're heading right for the slaughterhouse and nobody's doing anything. Yeah. yeah I was there, talking to my wife about that, that, that same type of idea. Like, uh, you know, if, if, the, if the power was to go out, do you like know how serious that would get in a few days? Yeah. In days. In days. <laughs> days. Especially if it's like everywhere. Yeah, there was a, a podcast I was listening to. There was this show I was listening to. This guy broke it down. He was like, look, man, within seven days, most people are going to be like clinically insane. Like people are going to start really freaking out in a really short period of time because you're going to run out of food. Like if everything shut, shuts down, your little local area is going to run out of food in like a week. Yeah, and unless you have cash on you, how are you gonna even going to pay for anything? Right. So, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be crazy, real yeah, fast. That's some shit. And so I've I've got bug shit. out plans. I've we'd be I've, like uh, the Walking Dead, really. I mean, we would be back to like yep. just fending, you know, without the zombies. But I'm just saying, which like yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, speaking of zombies. <laughs> You know, there's a there's a, a a part of the CDC website that talks about. Yeah, a I think you showed outbreak. me that. Yeah, like it's legitimately in there. And there's a there's also it's in like the uh, Amazon terms conditions of employment contract that you sign. It's like Article forty two point six is some shit about use of certain equipment is um, not allowed unless there's a zombie outbreak. Oh man. Like it's on aws.amazon.com. Yeah, you Y'all go check it out. Show. It's yeah. it's fucking crazy. There was the thing in there too about wood <laughs> yeah, or something also, crazy. wasn't there? Like so something to do with wood too. Um yeah, it was like wood for yeah, building yeah, stru- but, scaffolding yeah, or like- some shit like that <laughs> is not allowed. But like it's it basically says all these Heart rules, weird. but then in case of a zombie apocalypse, none of these rules apply. <laughs> like yeah. like why would you put that in there? And it says a zombie outbreak because of a viral pandemic. Like, it's very specific about the zombie outbreak. It's from a virus. That's when they enact the, uh, maybe the 6G, right? And then what's next, 6G? Well, 
Well, you know, 5G I've looked into and it's pretty fucked up, but I I had my ear to the ground when HR 2881 was passed in the house and that is a bill that gives the government complete control over the 5G. Well, I remember grid. you tell me about that. That's all that's uh it gives them total control yeah. over 5G. They have the right if if we have a national 5G grid, they can do whatever they want with it. And it passed. Yeah. Crazy. It's one of those things that they pass in the middle of the night when everybody's concerned about, yeah. you know, like fucking Hunter Biden showing his dick or something, you know, like, like everybody's distracted by this fucking thing and they'll just pass this stuff in the night. Yeah, I think when, when you were saying that you basically what I get out of that yep. is that, uh, like, I think you had said, Bob, that if they were to switch everything over to 5G, then technically the United States government would be control of the internet. It control yeah, yeah. all communication. Your cell phone would be 5G. Your computer is 5G. Like everything would be on the 5G grid. So they would control everything. And you better hope that you're fucking, you know, your little you know, electric car folks, those people with your little Teslas better hope it's not connected to that 5G grid. My 73 Chevy truck will run. <laughs> will your freaking $100,000 electric car? Nope. <laughs> my chevy will though yeah. it makes me think of mad max that's why the gas was so expensive <laughs> yep. dude i think they tell us everything in movies and tv so there, i mean there may be some truth to the mad max world you know that might not be in the too distant future I, it's weird to think about this shit like seriously i we'll have to start uh running shine moonshine to to put in cars i think i think Engines will work on that. Yeah, they will. I've, I've, and heard, I've thought about. Yeah, I've heard that on old cars. Still. Yeah, my dad told me in his old Mustangs, he he did that once. I'd love to freaking build a moonshine still. So, <laughs> like, if the world falls apart, there's two things I'm doing: growing weed and making moonshine. <laughs> That'll be the two things that people want for sure. Besides just, some food, just grow weed now. Just thought yep. now. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see how crazy shit gets. Well, I know I got yeah. two big customers over here, world. so I'll start start uh, harvesting my crop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we do. Probably start doing go, a video man. show on that. Yeah. Drugs and alcohol is always a secure market. Yeah, dude. You gotta have a grow channel, Mike. Yeah, there you go, dude. People do drugs and alcohol in the good times and the bad times. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, let, yeah. I mean, who knows how much the CIA profits off of the, the drug trade? Oh, geez. A billion, hundreds of billions, I'm involved. sure. They're highly involved. It, in with it. civil asset seizure, too, that's like such a screwed up. For anyone that listens, that civil asset seizure is if you are arrested and you can't you don't have receipts for how you got your money to buy whatever you buy. Well, government can take all that. And even if you're proven innocent, you don't, they don't need to give it back to you. So. Yeah. I have a, a story about civil asset forfeiture that I always tell. And it was, uh, it was an article I read years and years ago. Um, this kid was like 18, 19 years old. He worked all summer to save up a bunch of money and made like 15 grand and was wanting to buy his first car and his aunt lived in like Alabama and he lived in Louisiana or some shit. And so he had all this money in cash so he could go buy a car. He had a car picked out already and he was going to buy it. 
And on the way, he got pulled over. They searched his car, found 15 grand in cash and took it from him. Said, you have no proof how you made wow. this. So we're taking it. It took him two years to get it Jesus. back. And they only gave him 50%. Wow, dude. Straight up thievery, uh, <laughs> dude. Yep. You wouldn't expect anything less from the the government. And people go, "Why don't you like the government?" Gee, it's a total <laughs> fucking mystery, isn't it? <laughs> what? I have no idea. I got a court. I got uh. Let's see. What is it? The fourteenth. Yeah, on the sixteenth, I'm I'm fighting a ticket. Oh, good uh, luck, dude. I think I have and, well, I mean, I have the law on my side. They broke the law to give me the ticket, so technically it should be thrown out. The cop had to commit a felony That's to write me the ticket. So, and then there was no justification in the ticket. What was that has to do with your truck, right? What's that? Oh, yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah, and so, like, I don't register my shit, and, and the law says that I don't have to. So there's a law 502003 in Texas that states that no local municipality or city can enforce licensure or regulate or uh, registration laws unless you're transporting people for compensation. Uh, so is that like sovereign citizen stuff or is that like No, it's just the law. It's just like an uh, okay. old law, you know, that that is still on the books that, you know, unless you're unless you're a taxi or something you don't need a license. Ah, good dude. I wish you the best. And you don't need to register. So, I mean, I'll, I mean, the, the ticket's 200 bucks, but I'm going to make them expend as much money hey, as possible. Dude, go right? for it, bro. Like, you have to, you have to yeah, focus on the they, system. They showed up more like, than twice. Everybody like, just wasted our money. If, right. If everybody fought their tickets, they would stop writing. Mm. If we all just said, look, we're going to, we're going to, we're just going to make them fucking spend the money and then their revenue would be negative big time and that's going to go noticed and they're going to stop writing tickets. It'll stop happening. It's just like when uh, they had a lot of red light cameras here around Austin and everybody combated them because you're supposed to be able to face your accuser, right? And so everybody battled them on constitutionality of the ticket and so they kept getting thrown out by the judge and they ended up just taking down the red light cameras yeah they still have them here but uh actually yeah, uh, bang with those things all the time yeah i hate those things uh, one of the guys that my uh, wife went to school with he's like he's got something to do like local council or whatever but he fought it and uh he said it was unconstitutional he got a lot of people behind him and and so now they can't enforce it anymore They'll still oh, send them to you, shit. but we've gotten a couple of them and we've never paid them and never heard anything. Damn, odd man's drag racing in the in midnight oh, with his know, wife. You know, worse, <laughs> you guys have the uh, you have like um, the speed ones too. No, like, mm -hmm. over by me, like there's spots that if it's like you know 25 miles per hour, maybe because like a turn or something or a school or some shit, they'll have a thing up that if you like or I think are over 30, it's fucking taking a picture and giving you a ticket. Gotten banged with the same spot so many times. When I uh when I went to school in Phoenix back in like 2005, um, they had highway cameras that if you were speeding, it'd, it'd take a picture wow. of you and send you a ticket for speeding. Damn, that's fairly new, like in New York. So damn, I didn't know it was even out that long. Yeah, yeah, dude, that shit was crazy. So you had to be cool. It was only on this on the loop. 
It was uh, the Loop 101 that goes around Phoenix. That's the only place that it was. You know how much they must make uh, just off of those cameras in one day in, in like places like, like New York or other places where they have them? Probably so much money in one day, I guarantee you. Or even these, these fucking meter mate, these people out there handing tickets for both of the meters. Over by me, they have to do like, I think, 30 Dude, a, a day. Busy. They have a quota. Yeah. I asked one once because... I used to make yeah. deliveries and uh, I didn't have to pay the tickets and the company really didn't care unless it was like a bus stop or a fire hydrant. If you got a ticket, whatever, they, they pay for it. Um, but at one time I asked some dude, because whenever he saw my truck, he was like, oh, well, here's a ticket. I would always get hit in the same area. And one day I was just like, yo, I was like, you know what? I really don't even give a shit. But I was like, do you have a certain amount? Because like, I, I understand it's easy to give me one, but you have to give me one all the fucking time, dude. Like, is there like some ridiculous number? And he's like, yeah, I have to do like 30. And I was like, that's hard. And he's like, believe it or not. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, man. Yo, that's crazy. They tell these mofos they have to have 30 fucking parking violations. A shift. It's a business. It's a business. Just like You're right, though, dude. It's a it's a mob business that's just a violent gang, but it's still a business. In Philly, that that's they have a quota like every week, and that's how they know you're working. It's you have to get so many, and dude, they would pick them up in like a little van, like at the wherever they work, and drop them all off. And it's like a little like a Cub Scout group, and they would give them like an umbrella if it was raining that day. It was crazy, dude, because I worked in on South Street, which is. But yeah, they were always there, just watching. They, that's they did. Little minions going out to write tickets. <laughs> yeah, it was like kind of cute, dude. They they came in like a white van. They'd all hop out, and then they were there to ruin your day. They're there to ruin your day. That will ruin your day if you if you have to. Pay. It will. <laughs> That's why we gotta yeah. fight them. We gotta fight them. Like you just gotta fight tickets, man. I try to fight them when I get like if I get pulled over, I try to fight it right there. Like, Damn, dude. And I, I generally, I've got like a ninety nine percent success rate talking myself Jeez. out of tickets. And I don't, I don't register my vehicles. I don't know if my driver's license is valid. Um, and I just talk myself out of them because I'm just like, yeah, dude, do you like my my favorite question is, do you have rights that I don't have, and how did you get them? <laughs> wow. And that usually puts them on their back foot, and they're like, whoa, wait, what? Like you. You swore to defend the Constitution, right? Like, and then, but now I have a new tactic, but I haven't had a chance to to use it yet. Um, they can't use their lights and sirens in anything but an emergency. So pulling you over, they have to be able to prove that it's an emergency to pull you over. If they can't prove that it's an emergency to pull you over, they just committed a felony. And so you ask them when they pull you over, what's like your emergency? Miles over the, 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 they can't the speed limit, is that considered an emergency? Like. <laughs> Yeah, right. It depends. I think that's very subjective. What's the class of you know? And so so you have to ask them what their reasonable articulable suspicion is and what their single articulable fact is. All right, guys. Oh, um I great con- I I gotta go, but dude, right, brother. that was a lot of fun tonight. So I'll see you soon. Awesome to talk yeah, to man. you, man. All right, yeah, we'll see you in guys. a few weeks. Later, brother. Yeah. Anyway, moral of the story: fight yeah. tickets, man. I fought one once and didn't have. I've, I'd like. They're all digital now, like so I can be working and just be like, okay, yeah, and just yeah, log in yeah. And go to my freaking court. I date. did that one. That was the one that you I know? fought. Yeah, I just yeah, went on and then they convenient. gave me like a date, and it's like it was like fucking six months ahead yeah. too. It was wow. Fun. 
and the one that I'm the one that I'm doing on Thursday, it's a digital uh, jury trial. So oh wow! I get to voir dire witnesses and shit. I'm gonna do it all while I'm working. I'm just gonna make them mad. Like, hey man, y'all are making me do this shit. I'm not gonna <laughs> stop earning money so y'all can try to take my money. Like, no. Worst case scenario, I have to pay a two hundred dollar ticket. I mean, that's true, I, mean, I guess. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's not like you fighting. It's going to increase the penalty, right? It's, I mean, you might as well. No. Fuck it, right? <laughs> yeah. So fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe don't violate people's rights, you know, when they're just trying to earn a damn living. Leave me the fuck alone. You know, the guy, the cop that pulled me over had no reason to pull me over. I was obeying all the laws. I just don't have a registration sticker. I'd love to see you win that. That would be fucking awesome. We'll see, man. I mean, it's it's unlikely because I've talked to the judge twice since the beginning. This is a two year old ticket, so uh, you know my Third Amendment, uh, or my uh, yeah, my Third Amendment right to a speedy trial has been completely violated. Yeah, right? oh, yeah. Third Amendment, but my right to a speedy trial has been completely screwed because it, this is a two year old ticket. Wow. It, they just kept pushing it back. And I, I talked to the judge multiple times and was like, dude, just throw <laughs> this out. Like, it's a violation of the law. You're wasting people's time. Throw it out. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, this is a $200 ticket and you're going to do this? Like, just throw it out. And I've quoted the law to him. I've told him that it's violation of my, my constitutional rights to a speedy trial. Everything. And he's just like, nope. We're moving forward. Mm -hmm. Wow, dude. Wow. That's crazy, man. Okay. You're right about people. More people need to fight it. And I, th I think, think that would just more people need up to know. The, I just think that rights. would fuck up the courts in general, just with cases. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clog them up, man. Clog them <laughs> up. Clog them up like a cheap toilet. Make them, <laughs> make them, make them realize that they don't want to deal with this shit. You know? <laughs> Nobody wants to deal with a room full of people bitching. Right. Like, nobody wants to deal with that. So they will end up nullifying the laws and just being like, all right, we're not going to write petty tickets anymore. They've done it in areas before where there was a somewhere recently I read an article about that the the like police chief or the sheriff came out and was like, all right, we're not going to be writing tickets for minor offenses anymore. Mm. Like, and that's the way it needs to be done because all that shit is is that minority report type policing it's it's punishing somebody for something that hasn't been done yet mm -hmm. if you get a speeding tickets because you might hurt somebody if you didn't use your blinker oh you might have framed into somebody oh you did like, it might have happened it's not you're not a threat to anybody mm -hmm. you know it's the idea that it there's a very low likelihood that it will happen but since it very it might then we're going to punish you for it Mm. It's like what you're gonna punish me for something that might happen? Yeah, man. I, and I used to. I drove for like 16 years uh, for two different companies, and uh, I would drive to like some, some some days. I would drive as much as 300, 400 miles, but usually it was like two two fifteen something like that. But you know, man, it's like I see cops constantly speeding for no reason and popping on their their lights just to get through a couple red lights <laughs> and then. See him turn in McDonald's or something. Oh, they like did that. all over New so York. All over. Yep. Or back in the day, and I don't think they do it as much now because of the laws, but they would be talking on their cell phones while driving 
and it's and driving over the speed limit. I'm like, dude, we we can't get away with any of that stuff. And driving no, I, crazy, I, man. Yep. And then they're messing with their computer. I, yeah. Like I don't ever have to worry about anything because most of the time I know cops just aren't paying attention. You know, cops should be like like the fire department. You only respond when you're called upon. You know, we we've been we've been watching um uh old shows a little bit every now and again when we don't have anything else to watch. And we started watching uh the Andy Griffith show. And uh, you know, my wife and I were talking about it and she was like, you know, you watch that show and they just basically hung out at the station unless there was something to go respond to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's the way it should be. They should just hang out unless, and then if something happens, they get called upon and they go do it, you know? And, and in a voluntary world, they would leave a bill when they got done. You know, it would you would leave an invoice just like anything else. Like if your pest control guys come and take care of your pests, they leave a bill. The police come out. All right, cool. We stopped this from happening. Whatever. Oops. Here's your bill. Boom. Or it's or it or it could be wrapped up in yeah, your yeah. insurance costs. You know these these security these security places could make deals with insurance companies and make it part of your policy. And you know then you would have certain companies that contract with other companies. You know, there's a million ways to solve the problem. But sorry, that's a little tangent because I'm a little drunk and high. <laughs> but um, I, like. I guess my problem is like why why don't people ever try to just find the peaceful way to solve a problem? I I think that's a major problem in society is nobody looks to the peaceful solution first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true, man. I, I guess because they don't perceive the government as the violent way to do it because it's only a perceived threat of violence. You know, it's not. You know. It's not, we don't necessarily see the hammer like they do in China or North Korea or some shit, you know? So. But we're seeing it more and more. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, it's getting there with Joe Biden, you know, his patience. No, I ain't going to lie. I don't think I was worried about uh, his mandates and shit uh, that much. Or even just the type of person he's really being now. I wasn't expecting that right away. Or that this fast. I really mm-hmm. didn't. Like, to be totally honest yeah, with you, I, I right. wasn't. I think they are, our movement is growing. You know, they had this great propaganda tool, the internet, but I think it's backfiring on them because there are, every day there's more shows like ours. Every day we're reaching more people. Every day more people are removing their kids from schools. Every day more people are get deciding to not vaccinate. You know, our movement is growing and they are in their death throes. Like, they are panicking, I think. And that's why it's so... I think that could be why it's so obvious now, because they don't have the time to be really delicate and intricate and make it such an elaborate illusion. You know, now they're just like, go, 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 go. But let's uh, mock them a little bit while we do it with that move variant, you know. But, you know, the, and they're like, the we've we've been able to dumb them down to a point where... You know, a majority of the people are going to just fall for it. And the rest of them, we can just say are conspiracy theorists. Mm. Done and done. We just discredited the people that are on to us. Yeah. yeah. That definitely did happen with the conspiracy theorists. A lot of people think, you know, they're trying to push us into a civil war. I don't know. If I, I mean, I can kind of see their point. But in a way, it's like, I mean, what, what would what would be the outcome? You know, I mean, you're like, for one if the government got involved, which they would, 
they have all the bullets because you know, we can hardly even get ammo anymore. You know, so we have yeah. a finite amount, but uh, they have an infinite amount, basically. And um, I don't know, man. I'm with Patriot. I didn't quite think that uh, they would come out with that kind of rhetoric so quickly. But, like, everything they said about the, the shots and about the whole COVID thing has changed, you know, everything they said. And it's like, you know, they say now it's like 100. If you have 100 employees or more, you, you have to go by the mandate. But they'll drop that to, like, 50. Or maybe they'll just say no matter what. You have to have the, you know. And they can't, I don't think that if we push that, I don't think there's any way they could constitutionally force anybody to get a vaccine, but. No, they're just going to, through fascism, they're just going to make yeah. your life super uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's why we are seeing a bigger movement to people being self-sustainable. I mean, I see more and more farming people, more and more self-sustaining people, even more advertisements on like Instagram, mm -hmm. oddly enough, of self self-sustaining guides and because it is a growing movement and it has power. Like we have to remove ourselves from the system. We have to. The system's never going to change. Like the only way that we're going to ever get freedom is to make it collapse by, you know, we we're the weight the load-bearing pillars on the bottom of this fucking pyramid those oligarch cunts sit at the top of it all we got to do is take off man and it all comes crashing down you know and so if the producing people in the country the people that can produce the ones that are worth something and i don't mean just the rich people i mean just people with skills if we all just go all right man fuck this and remove ourselves from the system it falls game over we win um, the problem with that naturally is that something is going to take its place, but we have to convince the masses that, you know, low, if you want governments, it has to stay local. Like keep that shit local. You want to know your sheriff and your mayor and you want to have generations of this shit. So, you know, your small communities are, you know, they know each other and nobody's fucking each other over for benefit. You're just living peacefully and harmoniously together. And everybody has to be armed and ready to shut down anybody that is going to try to get too tyrannical. Like, that is our responsibility. Freedom comes with a responsibility. Yeah. And that responsibility is to shut down anything that ever rises up to try to centralize the power and take over. Well, they got people, and it has to be done swiftly. They got people convinced, though. You know, it's like the way they've done that whole January 6th thing. So, I mean, they've got people convinced that it's like, did you, you guys see, like, some people are comparing it to Oh, that was horrible, dude. It's like yes. multiple, multiple times. Yeah, it's too. super yeah. stupid. Horrible. I was just like. I've talked. I think they're just bots. It oh, has no, to be I bots. Even, I'm even saying like on the news. I think they're all. To think, to think that anybody really thinks the January 6th thing was like, like, you have to be an insane person. Mm. I know, but they can say it with a straight face. You know, it's that's what's scary. It's like, and then. You know, the lemmings will be like, oh, you know, because a lot of people, they, they think that was some kind of insurrection, you know, so it's the biggest piss poor insurrection <laughs> ever. Nobody even showed up with guns. What kind of fucking insurrection happens without guns? It's insane, man. Like it was a guided tour. There's pictures of old ladies walking around with like a sack lunch. <laughs> oh, that was like that guy I had on my show. Like, he even said that was not the intentions of the people that he was with when they were marching up there. So once he got no. there, he says it was a completely different, saying, completely different shit going on. 
they're staying inside the velvet ropes. They're only going where they're told. You know, guards are opening doors to offices. Like, here you go. Check out this office. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all horseshit. You know, there's, they shut down any of the videos. There's something like 3,000 videos of September or, or January 6th that prove how peaceful it was. But they just get shut down immediately when people try to post them. You know, and so nobody can can get them out. And, uh, and they just... I, I don't know. Well, and I think the guy that I had on said that they really only focused, I think, on one side of it. But people were going in through, I think, two or three different entrances. He says they really only focused on one. Yeah. He said the other sides were having no problem. Well, there was one section where they had a gate up and people were like smashing the gate and doing stuff. Yeah. And it was obvious theater. It was obvious that because then everything else you see, it's just people kind of meandering around. And it's just like, wait, why is it real crazy right here? But you go 100 feet around the building and everything's fine. He had even said that there was no way. And he said, at least when he was there, he said it was impossible for there to be, you know, there's certain pictures, he said, where it's like, um, I think he even picked out that shaman guy. And he said there's shots of him and just his two boys or him and like somebody else just standing in hallways and stuff. He said there was never one point where you could have gotten a picture like that. He said there was so many people in there. He said, he said, including himself, there was just regular people went in just to look. It wasn't even to do anything dumb. Hmm? He said there was so many people mm-hmm. there. And he, he said, you were not able to pick, to get a pick like that. He said, those people had to have or done something prior. It was part of something to be able to get a picture like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, I mean, the, the porn dude, had a freaking photographer yeah like there were a p- couple people that had like personal photographers and they'd like clear out a room and everybody poses and shit like yeah it, it, how much with that many people you know if they had wanted to do a siege i mean they definitely could have you know i'm sure a lot of people would have been fired upon probably but i mean they could have really wrecked the place just you know with that much that many people i mean yeah but, when nothing yeah. when nothing really happened when they made they it didn't. when they were making it sound like oh my god they got in i was watching it and i'm like yeah. well i don't know it doesn't look that bad but then when nothing really actually happened at all i was like all right, right. Well, well here they, we go the, the like pictures- if, if it was like real it wouldn't right. went farther than it would and it did i'm sorry i think so well well, and then you yeah. you look at you look at the shit that happened so the only the only person that died was i know yeah that's armed woman like, and then they said that there was an, a guard that died, but then it came out that that was a lie, and he died three da- three days later of like an aneurysm or some shit. You know, like they just said that he had died there, and his brother came out and was like, "No, he didn't." But they squashed that story, so it didn't get out. And it's like, okay, so the only death was an innocent woman that was had no arm, no weapons. And then you lied about another death. Like, that's obviously got to make everybody question the entire fucking thing. And then the only pictures that they show are of that one crazy gate and then the people, like, scaling the wall. Mm-hmm. It's an insurrection! Yeah, and that yeah. dude I had on, he, you know, according to him, if he's telling the truth, he even said he saw the bus pull up with uh, the people who, who got out and uh, some of the people that he saw get out were people who were, like... um kind of like you know getting the crowd going 
He, mm. he said there was a couple mm. of yeah. the, the people they're, they're who had the microphones. I know those those fucking things were over those things on speakerphone. He said he said that some of them yeah, yeah. were the ones who came off that bus. Yeah. They're always gonna put instigators in, you know. They will they will turn peaceful, organic situations into violent false flags. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, all along, man, I was thinking if that had been BLM. They would have been the media would have been praising them from every you know praising them for everything they were doing. It's like you know I mean it's just such a two sided bunch of BS, man. It's again consistency. Yeah, yeah. I just wish these assholes would be consistent. Right. <laughs> it's so infuriating. <laughs> what was it a few years ago when when they didn't they storm? Where was it that they went to? Con- uh, the whole bunch of women over some some law. Didn't they go on like storm somewhere and you didn't hear anything about it or it was like a good thing that they did? Fuck, I can't remember. Might have been, uh, can't remember it now. I think it was some bill that was passed a few years ago that a whole bunch of women got pissed off about and kind oh, of, okay. um, I forgot where they went, but they, they walked up into a place, a bunch of them, you know, a lot of people, probably just as uh, bad as uh, what was inside, uh, you know, with January 6th. And uh, you didn't hear shit about that being so horrible. Yeah. Well, it's like the the chick that went and shot up YouTube a few years back because they, like, demonetized her. Um, That story was out for, like, a day, and then it turned out that she was, like, some radical left-wing nut job, you know, like, super progressive, and they squashed the story. They didn't (laughs) talk about it. It was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like the, the, the baseball game that got shot up. The Senators baseball game or whatever. That guy ended up being a Bernie Sanders freaking supporter. So they squashed that story. You know, like they they drive the narrative the way they want it to go mm-hmm. all the time. All the time. Constantly. It's so crazy. Like and people don't realize that this shit's all yeah, being I navigated. So. I think so. Just a big story. You know, I like the people there's libertarians and stuff that I, it just frustrates me when they still are playing in this into this left-right paradigm. And it's just like, how are you still here? How are you still looking at it through this stupid political lens that they want you to look at it through? Mm-hmm. Like, you have to get past that and, and look at the entire picture because they want you in this political thing and validating it. And, and that's... And, and I think that's the failure of the Libertarian Party, is that they're they're validating the system. Yeah. And we just need to tear that shit down. Just remove ourselves from it. And even Libertarians, man. Just, if you think there should be small government, well, we, we're not going to get to small government by shrinking this one. We have to get rid of this one and start over. This one will never, it's never going to give up its power voluntarily. Yeah. <laughs> It's not yeah, gonna. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think strategize. Yeah, you know, and yeah, it, it could, could be, be done peacefully. Yeah. It really could be, but it would just take some time. People would have to put time and effort into it. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Yep. And we gotta we gotta be able to deal yeah. with. We gotta be able to deal with some short term discomforts for long term humanity gain, and I think that's the big problem we're in right now. Is nobody wants to give up the comfort right now. They're like, ah, let's just let's just bump that down the road just a little bit further, and it just gets you know worse. that that's been a theme the whole time uh, of this show. And actually, I'm gonna have to get going in like two minutes anyway. So, yeah, Odd Man said he's got to step out yeah. too. So 
we can but wrap the, it up. I think something that's been a kind of like um, a theme here, convenience. The whole idea yep. of convenience seems to fuck everything up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People sacrifice. Well, it's the old Benjamin Franklin quote, right? Those that would sacrifice liberty for safety deserve neither and will receive neither. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you give up your your rights and your responsibilities for a false sense of security, it will always end poorly mm-hmm. every single time, every single time. Yeah. So anyway, on that note, man, everybody live free. Guys, uh, you guys want to tell people what you're up to, where they can find you? Wrap it up like a real podcast. Go for it, man. Uh, Yeah, just look me up, uh, underscore the odd man out on Twitter or Instagram. And in the profile, it'll have my link tree for my other stuff, my show and everything else. So I appreciate it, guys. This has been great. Yeah, yeah, I had it. I had a, yeah, had a lot of fun uh, as usual. We'll be doing it again in a month. Uh, you can find me at the NY Patriot, uh, BitChute, Rumble, YouTube, and most major podcasts. And uh, same thing if you look up the Occult Rejects, that's my show also with a co host. Right on. I appreciate it, guys. We'll see you guys. Uh, I think we decided uh, second Tuesday of the month, right? Second Tuesday of the month. So look forward to these guys being back. And guys, I'll see you then. I am Moral Bob. You can't find me anywhere because they don't let me talk. So uh, share the show. And (laughs) you guys, yeah, I'm on Instagram. (laughs) At I am Moral Bob. That's about it. Anyway, guys, I'll see you guys in a few weeks. Of course, Thank you very much, man. Y'all have a good night. See you guys Later. later.